Hey, bro, we fucking won! What? What? Dude, that was weird. Uh, what? <laughs> hey, that, and I will tell you, I thought about this when he missed that field goal, was I was like, I am the one time, the one time I'm not a homer and pick the Browns to win. What do we do? Oh. We win. So, from now on, I'm yeah. always going to go against us. <laughs> uh, crazy game. Um, it was nuts, man. Like, uh, weather conditions weren't great, obviously. Uh, it was windy. It was rainy. But here's the one thing I got to say about this game. Is that this entire week, I want to see what the national media had to say. And it was, uh, it was Brock Purdy didn't have his weapons. The weather conditions were bad. McCaffrey went out. Uh, Trent Williams got hurt. Debo went out. Dude, we were playing with P.J. Walker. <laughs> no Nick Chubb. No Joel Petonio. David Njoku has a burnt face. <laughs> and we were playing in the same conditions as that they were. Okay? I uh, No excuse. There's literally no excuse. Like, just keep trading back and forth we probably have more injuries than than they do and we have and they have their starting quarterback so that was extremely impressive um Dustin Hopkins um outside of one field goal was electric uh hand like basically got us that win in in the game that Phil Dawson came yeah. out it uh he put the game yeah only Cleveland kickers can kick in Cleveland Yes, it's so a. I was the hex, Phil Dawson. Phil Dawson was there in support, ready to go, and uh, it was a game, man. Uh, Moody should have not been wearing four. No, shame on him. Shame on him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it really, it really was just you know uh, an interesting game. Uh, a lot of back and forth. The offense really couldn't get a lot, lot going, um, but we got in position enough to get, be able to get in field goal range, and that's all that could really account for. Uh, Kareem Hunt had a nice run, um, and our, I mean, c can we talk about the defense? No. Because well, the defense was incredible. Jim Schwartz, uh, Jim Schwartz ran defense, remains undefeated against a Kyle Shanahan offense. Yeah, I saw the stat where Shanahan against Schwartz is 9-1 over his career. Yep. Um... Or one and nine. I'm sorry. Oh. Jim Jim Schwartz is nine and one against Shanahan. All right, not undefeated. One. Yeah. One time. Yeah. It was but, on his off day. Yeah, and it was uh, in the lowest amount of uh, yards uh, of the uh, Shanahan since Shanahan took over the 49ers in 2017. So it it was it was awesome to see, man. Um, all these players were were really good. Uh, in particular, I mean, Mark Emerson was really good. JOK had a monster game. Uh, our defensive line just kept pushing them back and back and back. And, I mean, held McCaffrey under, what, 50, I believe, right? I mean, including the injury, I get it, whatever, have that excuse. But, like, how how many other teams can you can say that about that held McCaffrey like that? Well, outside of the first drive, he probably would have gained, like, 20. Yeah. <laughs> Total, like. Yeah. But they came out and gashed us in the first drive, and uh, the Browns came back and bounced back right away. Um it's kind of impressive, uh, mm -hmm. but that seems to be the theme. It's not a fluke. Um, 
Yeah, the Jim Schwartz defense is really paying off. I mean, only a thousand yards up until yeah. the, the it's what, it's week a, seven. It's the lowest but since nineteen seventy one allowed. The Baltimore Colts. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, it just so happens to be our opponent this week, but not in Baltimore. Yeah. Uh yeah, crazy, crazy week, man. Uh I was debating on going. I went last second, and I'm very ha- happy we did. Uh-huh. Um, I told you. Yeah, and really, I mean, I, I ever can't... just go to the Muni lot to go to the Muni lot. Right. If you're going to go downtown and tailgate, you better take your ass yeah. to the game. I, you're right there. Tickets dropped to $28, and I was like, you know what? Fucking go. Whatever. I'll go. I'll go to the game. Uh, and it, it was glad glad I did because it was, it, was, it was awesome. Um, one, I guess one more takeaway from this was uh, what did Kevin do? Oh, I thought he called a pretty solid game. Wait, good because he did what? He ran the ball. I was surprised how many times he ran the ball. Jerome Ford looked great, eighty-four yards on the ground. Cream Hunt looked really good. I mean, had a lot of nice just drop throws to him, which was perfect for him. Had a couple huge third downs, and you didn't make it hard for your quarterback. Uh, I mean, you made the, you did the plays on top of some amazing catches by Amari Cooper, yeah. um, which was incredible. But uh, you made it easy for your quarterback, and you ran the ball uh, how you should run the ball. Um, it, it was it was an awesome. I, I thought it was really good. Obviously, there's a, there's some hiccups along the line, but as an overall game, uh, I thought it was a very sound game, and and I'm really hoping that we can do something similar. In this week's matchup against the Colts, which now Anthony Richardson is out for the season, and so we're going against Garner Menchu. Menchu Mania. Yes, sir. The new Rico. The, <laughs> the the new and well, not improved, but the new era of Fitzmagic is now Menchu Mania. Yes. Um He's passed but, the torch. Yes. But uh, how good is he truly? Uh, um, well, according to last week, not great. No. Four turnovers last week for the, the Colts there in Jacksonville. Three were by Menchu. Yes. Um, so, he can either light you up or just completely... Um, he threw a couple of wobblers. You see yeah. I mean, they were, the, the, thro- the throws were looking like... I, I can't even describe it. I mean, it wasn't a spiral. It was just looked like something that you'd punt. <laughs> like, yeah. It looked really weird. Um so, yeah, and on top of that, it's one of those weeks where I feel if you can you can stop the run game, because Zach Moss has actually done very well this year, and they have Jonathan Taylor back. So they have two pretty good running backs. Some say really good running backs, but we haven't seen enough from Jonathan Taylor this year um, uh, that, that we can say that. But Zach Moss has played very well. But if we can stop that uh, that run game, I feel pretty confident in this, in this week. Yeah, I think it all starts on the de- defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, with the the question marks of who's playing quarterback this week, I feel like it's going to be a theme for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's just say it's B.J. Walker. Yeah, let's, let's get our mind wrapped around that. But at the same time, I feel like Deshaun's going to end up playing this weekend. Really? Um, I say it's one more week. It could be, but I guess... I guess we'll find out in about an hour or so. If he doesn't practice today, he yeah. actually pretty much tell you what's going on. And he had his press conference yesterday. And, I, and for honestly, I was, I was listening to him. I, I felt like he was still unsure about what's going on more than I'm unsure about what's going on. Uh, it, it was very much like a uh, a bruise or a contusion in his rotator cuff. Micro tear. Um, 
And uh, they kind of broke it down. I thought it was Mary Kay that mentioned that, like, Drew Brees had that. And and outside of that, not many quarterbacks have had this injury. So it's kind of not a lot to go off of. So they're kind of really playing it literally day by day. And hopefully it's just dependent on his body, how quick it can uh, turn around and get better. But they sit about four to six weeks. And it's, I mean, it's been, this is the third or fourth week now. Mm-hmm. So, um you know, I mean, obviously it all depends on him and how his body, you know, pulls or pulls it pulls it together and heals. But at this point, I'm I'm really thinking PJ Walker's going to go out there. So, and and honestly, if, if Kevin played uh, called a game like he did last week, I feel pretty confident in in that. Outside of minus those interceptions that were very bad. Um, so yeah, that run the ball. But it, this Colts team is is interesting. Um, there's a lot uncertainties with this team. That, uh, I mean, I think everyone's kind of questioning. We haven't seen Jonathan Taylor back. I mean, this is only his third week now back. And uh, his first week was a struggle. And last week was a struggle. So, um, yeah, I mean, the offensive side of the ball is question mark. You know, Michael Pittman is, is still a very good receiver and puts up points. I mean, it's definitely their number one. But we thought about that offense. Well, that Colts offense, they're, they are... Um... They got the weapons to be very solid. They have a solid offensive line led by Quentin Nelson. And, uh, you know, they're they're down on their bookend tackles right now. Both are kind of banged up. Um, so that could be a very interesting challenge. Um, you know, the Browns are one of the number one teams in blitzing. So this could put a lot of pressure on Minshew where he very, plays very poorly under pressure. Um, I mean, I don't know what quarterback doesn't. True. Um, I mean, honestly, that's just been the thing this whole entire season that we're not getting very good quarterback play around the league. Um, but, you know, almost under 60% QBR rating. Um, so I think, you know, being able to put the pressure on Minshew, I think, is one of our royal donuts. Keys to get. There we go. Put the pressure on Minshew. Make him make... Make them try to win win the game for them, throw the ball, but you got to put pressure on them. Make them make those punt throws. Yeah, punt throws. I like that term. Uh, throw that there. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. and you already said it already. Uh, stop the run on against uh, Indy. Yeah, they got two backs that are. You know, got one that's kind of a gadget back, and you got one that's all around back that's still trying to work his way back in the game shape. Uh, but the Browns' defense has. You know, continue to surprise people, and I think this will be another opportunity for them to show them why they're the number one defense in the league. Yeah, and I can't, I still can't believe we're saying that. Like yeah. stat wise, they're the best defense in the league, and it just drives me crazy. It, it took how many years to realize it was Schwartz? I, we all saw it externally it I, was I joe woods well, joe what, woods was holding this team that's, back that's what i'm saying I mean, but it took how like what three years four years to realize that i mean we knew it was after the first year he was here we knew what the problem was look i mean it, it's outside of that defensive line it's the same crew um i mean you did add a lot the defensive line uh, is they added a lot to the it, defense but it was but go back from last year that secondary is damn near the same outside of juan thornhill and uh, McLeod. That's a good point. You know, and they're and they're playing way different. Yeah, a lot of man coverage, 
That's something that they're playing to their strengths. What? Wow! (laughs) You're letting your players play to their strengths. Crazy to think. Cut it out. Yeah. Right. Um, But then offensively, one of our royal donuts keys to the game, I think, is to just keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple, man. Yeah. Uh, Do what you did, Stefanski. Uh, Just run the ball. Don't try to go out there and be Mr. Fancy. I, I honestly, I'm saying the same thing for Watson or Walker playing. Because even if we get Watson back this week, there's no guarantee he's going to be 100%. Yeah, and I swear to God, if he, if he calls plays like he is 100%. Or if there's any design runs, I'm going to freak out. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, take the easy plays. Run the ball till it's boring and you can't run no more at least us seeing it as boring Stefanski gets bored of it in the first drive yeah (laughs) if he even puts it on the play sheet um but run the ball play action short little routes work your way down the field they don't gotta take shots with the backup quarterback and also i'll say this how awesome is it just to have a like a reliable check down Yes. And and that's something you just you haven't seen because when you go five wide, you know, empty backfield, the running back's out there in the flat. Like, why are you having him run routes when you can just have a check down? You have no check down. That's what they did with DTR against the Ravens. And he had no one to rely on. Like, hey, no one's open. I gotta get rid of this ball. Like you had you saw that a lot. You saw that a ton actually with Cream Hunt this past week. Yep. Exactly. I think that rolls us right into one of our other favorite segments, our cocktails, players to watch. Yes, sir. Well, I'm going to branch off what you were talking about, the tackles, and I'm going to go Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett has been the focal point of this uh, defense, uh, been disrupting every offense that they basically ran into. And the best thing about Miles is that even when Miles is being kind of taken out of the game because of people are like, you know, putting all the uh, the the eyes on him. We have Zadarius, Dalvin Tomlinson, all these guys are even stepping up, man. Alex Wright has been playing well. Uh, they have the opportunity. So Miles Garrett is the focal point of that. So Miles Garrett is is basically is that defensive line, but then we have that other defensive linemen that are now, like especially Oboe. Oboe's been playing very good as well. Oh, but man. it allows those other guys to be able to sneak in. So, Miles Garrett. And, you know what? Fuck it. Just give the entire defensive line yeah. this cowtail. Split amongst you. Just get a little hungry for next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I would have to give mine to an offensive player. Um, one that's been getting a lot of criticism lately in Elijah Moore. Hmm. Um, you know, I think this is a game where you're going to need that little check down or that small route where he can turn it up and get some speed after. The dude got his, knock, got his helmet knocked off last week. Uh, <laughs> Fighting before the game. <laughs> wrong, wrong place, wrong time. Yes. And you got Trent Williams coming at you. You better get your shit together. I know. Um, Let's get a shit. But uh, the Browns are... I would say at this point they got fleet for Elijah Moore. Um, giving up a second for... Elijah has been a complete bust. But at the same time, I think a lot of it has to do with the scheme and where they're fitting them in. Um, yeah. they're, 
they're asking him to do be this gadget guy. Why not just have him run drag routes? He's the fastest guy on the field. And, and I, I make him, let him go make a play. I feel like Marquise Goodwin stepped into that role last week and had that massive uh, that run for like twenty yards. Yeah, but the the issue about Marquise Goodwin is that was one play. I know, I know. They're but, they're they're not using these guys like they should. They're yeah, they're really like fast they're, guys. Or they're not just gadget. They're players. just labeling them to a gadget player. We can only use them on the reverse. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Uh, the Anthony Schwartz of like they're not good at anything else but doing these things, and it's not the case. These guys are actually very talented. So let's utilize these guys as receivers that can do plays like this. I think they need to probably do like a little receiver screen, send some offensive linemen out there, get some blocking. That way he can at least build up some speed. Because yeah. it seems like as soon as he catches the ball, he's got like three yards to make a move, and it's just too late. Yeah. Um, and he's too small, though. Yeah, to you know, just break against. the first tackle. He yeah. needs to be able to, to have some more space to break, you know, make a move. And that's where I think his issue's been. But I feel like he has a good opportunity this week to be, you know, that guy, that pass catcher. Because I feel like they're going to, you know, buckle down on Amari. Because, I mean, Amari tore up San Francisco. Tore up. 108 yards. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> All right. Who's your final one going to? Uh, the entire running back room Ooh. is getting this last one. Because I, I, I think that, obviously... Most likely to said, think about P.J. Walker as going to be your quarterback. You need these guys to be reliable and consistently good. Um, and, and I think if you do it by committee, I think we have a lot of depth there that isn't being fully utilized. I think I do think P.J. Uh, not P.J. Um, Pierre Strong is actually a good back. And I'd like to see him maybe thrown in there just to kind of like give, you know, Jerome Ford, Kareem Hunt in the fourth quarter, which they have been doing, mm -hmm. uh, a little bit of a – Great, because I do think he's talented. So I think running those three backs pretty consistently and not giving up on the run is, is going to be vital for this week. Yeah. Um, you hit it right on the head with that one there, Mike. Um, it just... Hmm. I am just ready to see what happens this week. Um, you know, the, the Browns can really get the season going and you can feel really good. Um, if you just go in to win an Indy, um, everybody might be taking this as an easy win, but I those, those, yeah. those Colts are a very scrappy team. They're they're very inconsistent. That's what makes them dangerous, that you don't know what team is going to come out there. Yes. Um, so, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting bad vibes from this game just because we don't know what's really going on and i mean i guess you can really say that about both sides you don't know what team's going to show up yeah and it's in a dome so that's another big the, question the browns always play very poorly against the colts and indy so that's another red flag for me i i don't even remember the last time we beat them in indy yeah i'll say we beat them in 2020 but i don't know if that was in indy though i think it was here yeah we beat them in cleveland yeah with philip rivers Phillip rivers yeah but uh Let's go to the last segment here. Yeah. So it, this is the um, Mike Lewis real estate games to watch. Uh, I'm going to go with this one. I, and I was kind of going between two here. But I think the Eagles-Dolphins game oh. is going to be awesome. 
Uh, oh. I, I had one more that I was going to throw out there, which is probably yours. Yeah. Probably yours. Yeah. But this could be an awesome game to watch because, I mean, both teams are pretty electric on offense and, and both solid on defense. All right, here we go. I knew you were going to do this. This is why I kind of went this route. We're going Lions-Ravens. Come on, Dan Campbell. This is a perfect game for us. The Lions are tearing shit up. Yeah, against the Ravens. So. And the Ravens have been... They've been getting very lucky, and I'll give them a meh on the season. Yeah, but um, I mean, Lamar's been pretty awesome. Lamar is awesome every year, but True. the rest of the team is garbage. <laughs> they 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 needed Odell Beckham, huh? He's a stud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, this is a great opportunity for the Browns to get some momentum in the division if Detroit's able to knock off them fucking rent birds. Yeah. And the Browns go into Indy and take a dub. Because then we'd be uh, the record would be tied. And then, then you're just kinda like looking, can we split? Yeah. So yeah, it should be interesting there. So those are the two games. How you feel about this week then? All right. Well, um given that I I'm feeling really weird about this game because I'm not tell. gonna be able to watch it. I'll be working unfortunately. Um but I'm gonna keep it a close game. Okay. It's gonna be it's gonna be under the points here. The the over under on the points is forty. Which I think that's a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> I don't see that going on. Uh, which has been a theme throughout the whole NFL. All these games, like, so far, have been very, like, everything has been under what's been the points for each game. Um, Browns are minus two and a half. Okay. Um, but it can move up to three with Deshaun as the quarterback. For sure. Um, but... Mm, I don't know. I think I'm going to go a weird score and go 16-13. Okay. Bonds. There we go. All right. So, I, I'm, I feel a little bit more confident in, in us um, than I think you do. But I, I don't feel completely great about this week either because I don't think you should obviously sleep on any team in the NFL, let alone I think a, a team like the Colts that does have a lot of upside. Um, so... I'm gonna go seventeen ten Browns, um, just because I have to, you know. But also, I think that we can definitely pull this week off. So yeah, we need them turnovers. Yes, and I and turnovers I think and I think key. this defense is gonna be it. I think the defense is really gonna show it, and I think it, it, it the clown Pennywise, yeah. Anywhere. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think Miles is gonna come out in a clown suit and a red balloon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> hand, just, just, I just hand it to Gardner Minshew. Uh, no, I think I think we're going to stop the run. I think the defense of the line has been showing up against the run, so I think we're going to stop the run, and I, I think we're going to have to have that offense rely on Gardner Menchu to to win this game, and I don't think he's going to be able to pull it off, especially with our secondary um, that's been playing really well. So that's about it. Seventeen ten Browns. We'll find out on Sunday. Um, other than that, thank you so much for watching. Uh, have a good one. See you next week. Go Browns.